money, deals, tribal knowledge, resources, and training. We are Texas's largest real estate investor association at TexasStarterKit.com. My name is Shanoa Grove. Welcome to the show. Hi, everybody. Shanoa Grove here from Texas RIA. So glad to have you with us today. We've got a great market update to share with you all today. That's one of the things that we get to do as part of our Real Estate Investor Association. A little bit about our group, a little bit about our association. Uh, We are the largest group of real estate investor associations in Texas. So we have meetings in Austin, Houston, Dallas, Fort Worth, and San Antonio, and we get to share with you different information about real estate investing, what we've learned over these last 18 plus years of investing in real estate right here in Texas. So we live here, we work here, we invest here, and we're very excited to be able to share with you guys what it's like to be able to invest in real estate. So for us, when we first got started in real estate uh, over 18 years ago, we did the exact same thing that you guys are doing right now which is we joined our local real estate investor association. It was there that we got the contacts, the contracts, and the contractors that you need to be successful. And that's what allowed us to get success and get traction early on. So excited to be able to share some of those same resources with you, as well as the tribal knowledge about what's going on in the marketplace, the tribal knowledge about what strategies work, right here, right now, here in Texas. So again, welcome, welcome, everybody. I know we have folks that are with us on GoToWebinar, on Facebook Live, on Instagram, on YouTube, as well as on our podcast and a couple other places as well. So no matter how you like to hear and get information, uh, we've got you covered, and we're excited to be here with you to be able to share that with you guys. Now, I will tell you that the strategies that we're going to be sharing with you guys today, whether it's acquisition strategies marketing strategies, disposition strategies. They're the same strategies that we use and are the basis of our personal income and wealth. So we're going to share with you how we did it. We're also going to tell you some of the secrets that we've done in terms of pivoting our business to make sure that we are successful no matter what the market throws at us. And investing over almost two decades, we've seen a lot. So excited to be able to share that with you guys. And these strategies have given us the ability to personally be self-employed, self-efficient, uh, and financially secure. And what something that we like to refer to as stress-free abundance. So I don't know if you can see it in my face or feel it in my voice or the tone, uh, but it's a great lifestyle to be a real estate investor. And that's one of the reasons why we still get together because we love hanging around other real estate investors, networking, sharing tribal knowledge, sharing best practices so that we can all go to get, grow and grow together. Now, in order to be successful as a real estate investor, I will tell you, I will warn you, and, and I've heard it best said, uh, every single one of us could, uh, that information, pardon me, is not the problem, that there's enough information out there for all of us to be billionaires with six-pack abs. But the difference is, tell me what you do consistently, day in and day out, and I will tell you who you are. Well, that same consistent application of knowledge, of information, uh, and taking action, well, that's going to be the basis of your wealth as it has been the basis of our wealth and our income. So you've got to be consistent about that. And if you add, add on top of it the tribal knowledge that we'll share with you, the network, gosh, the, the 
probably one of the best things that you'll find as part of our group is the network, okay? We have over 87,000 members, guests, vendors, sponsors that have come to our meeting and have contributed their knowledge, their information, their time, and have given the investors that are part of the association the same thing that we want to give you guys right now, which is that hand up, right, to be able to make that next move in your life. So excited to be able to share that with you. And what I can tell you is that you can get to that same level that we are, that stress-free abundance, that financial independence, as long as you take dramatic action and follow the process consistently. So that's one of the things that we teach as part of the Real Estate Investor Association about the network, about the systems and the processes. So we share exactly what works for us with you guys, how we've pivoted in our business to take advantage of some of the disruptions that are in the market, and want to make sure that you guys have the roadmap for success as well. I will tell you it won't happen overnight. It certainly didn't happen overnight for us as we get started in real estate, but by that consistent application and spending time with the right people, you will certainly get there in the same way that we did. Uh, So the best time to get started, obviously, right now, we are in an incredible market. Who knew that it would take a worldwide disruption to create the market that we have right now as uh, real estate investors and in real estate here in Texas? So just want to welcome you guys again to our tribe of Texas RIAs. And uh, just want to make sure you guys are excited as we are to be here and know that you're in the right place at the right time. Uh, We are consistently uh, referred to our ourselves as Texans, teaching Texans how to invest in Texas using strategies that actually work here. That's one of the things that makes us different when it comes to real estate investing and specifically real estate investing training, right? We live here, we work here, we invest here actively. And guys, I don't care if you are investing in single family and multifamily, uh, in raw land, in strip centers, uh, any of those commercial type investments. Yes, we've done that. We've done all of that. For us, we are asset class agnostic, so we don't care uh, what asset class it is as long as it's real estate, right? Because that's where our tribal knowledge runs deep here as part of the Real Estate Investor Association. And for us, we like to invest in anything that makes money, and we have this philosophy of we want to make money every time the phone rings, every time opportunity knocks. We want to be there to answer with a strategy. So today, in addition to teaching you about what's happening with the market right now and giving you the market update and forecast, we're also going to share with you the strategies that work right here and right now. So again, a big welcome to everybody. And uh, as part of the presentation today, again, we'll go through the market update, with the latest market information in the forecast, as well as the training uh, presentation to make sure you know some of the different strategies that we've used over the last almost two decades to uh, not have to update our resume and uh, not have to go to work for anybody else. So for me personally, my resume is in some version of DOS that even the techiest of the techie people out there uh, could not resurrect that thing, nor would I want you to. So I don't want to have to go back to my 2003 resume and have to update it. And I won't have to because of what I've learned as a real estate investor and the knowledge and the network that I've built around me and that I help other investors use and utilize so that they can grow their investing business. So if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, right, if you don't want to have to update your resume ever again, then let's go together as part of Texas Rio. So again, a big welcome to everybody who's out there. And I'll tell you, guys, this is the best real estate market that I've ever seen in all of my years of investing. How do I define that? Uh, Prices are up. Sales are up. 
And for me, because I hold a lot of rental properties, it's been a beautiful thing, especially as I'm updating the values of all of my uh, portfolio uh, and looking at and watching my net worth grow, right? So that's been a beautiful thing, and I've loved to see how this market has been treating us, especially right here in Texas. And I will tell you that it is almost 100% a result of the disruption that just a year ago today, we were also very worried that was going to take us down as real estate investors. So we kept on persevering, we kept on fighting through, and we made different pivots in our business so that we could continue to be successful because, gosh, like I said, I am committed to not having to ever update my resume. Now, I will tell you that we are in a very fluid and dynamic situation from both the federal level as both of the state level as some of the tax codes are changing, as some of the strategies are changing. In fact, we just got a uh, call from our lobbyist last night about some legislation that we're working on and the developments there. So are we actively involved in it? 100%. And do we love to share that with you guys? Yes. So want to make sure, though, that you understand that the stuff that we talk about today may not be as applicable uh, in, a, in a few months. Again, just based on how this uh, everything works out from a federal level, from a state level, and even from a local level. So we are on top of all of those things because it affects us and what we do as real estate investors here. So excited to be able to share that from you. There's an old saying that opportunities arise from disruptions and never let a good crisis go to waste. Well, I can promise you that as part of the Real Estate Investor Association, the members that are part of this group are not letting this beautiful crisis go to waste just because there's so much opportunity in it. So uh, I want to share with you all of those things that we've done to pivot our business so that you can do it too. Every week we do a real estate investing tip of the week to be able to share with you a lot of, again, tribal knowledge that we picked up and learned over the years. And the other cool thing that we get to do, we used to be able to do this in person. We will be back very shortly. Uh, but one of the things that we're able to do is to help each and every one of you work on your personalized business blueprint. So that's what happened for me when I joined the local investor association. I had somebody who pulled me up. Now, did I have to go to work? Did I have to be consistent? Did I have to take dramatic action? Did I have to get educated? Yes, absolutely. Uh, but I got a hand up, and someone helped me work on my personal plan. And we'll help you guys work on yours, too. used to be that we would do this live and in person as part of our networking at the Real Estate Investor Association meetings. But right now, it's okay. The obstacle is the way. That means that we can help you guys right here online to be able to do it. So if you'd like us to help you on your personal plan, got a couple of questions to ask you to see where you are and where ultimately you want to go. But once we figure that out, guess what? We'll help you weave that plan in the same way this plan was weaved for us almost two, decade, two decades ago as we started investing in real estate. So guys, I'll go ahead and get started with what we call the real estate investor tip of the week. And I'll share that with you guys and I'll show you some of the other tips that we've given over the last several weeks. Uh, and then today's tip specifically, we're going to talk about something called a partial release of lien. Uh, so partial release of lien, what does that mean? Uh, so that's one of the cool tricks that a lot of investors and a lot of normal people just don't know about. So where do I make money as a real estate investor? I make money in the tribal knowledge and the application of that tribal knowledge. So I have investors who will come to me and say, you know, I think there's a deal here. 
But right at the last minute, guess what popped up, right? And I always say, the more you look at a deal, never has an investor said, the better it's gotten. Usually, the more you look at a deal and the more you dig in and do the due diligence, many times it's the worst. It actually gets a little bit worse. But if you have tribal knowledge and you understand how to apply it, which is what we're going to teach you guys here today, then you'll be able to figure out and what I call unscramble an egg. So we'll unscramble an egg using what the strategy that we call a partial release of lean. So sometimes... There will be a lien, whether it's a, um, uh, uh, some type of a judgment, sometimes it's alimony, child support, something like that, and we'll be able to negotiate that so you could actually short one of those liens. You could actually do what we call a partial release of lien and or combine it with a short of the lien and ask the person who has the lien if they would release the property from the lien. Now, that does not release the person who's selling it from that lien or from that judgment. It just allows the property to be sold. Now, why would somebody do that if they have a lien on a property? Well, there's a few cases where they would do it. One might be, I don't know, where it's going into foreclosure in three days and their ability to capture anything on that property completely goes away unless they do a short, a partial payment and or a partial release of lien. Everything is negotiable in real estate. You actually have the knowledge, need to have the knowledge to know that you can try to negotiate it. And uh, we've got some other uh, special tips that we'll continue to share with you guys specifically around this topic uh, because we've been able to see liens shorted that were $80,000 liens that we got to $1,000. Why? Again, because in some cases the lien holder didn't have another choice in terms of being able to get anything, right? So for us as creative real estate investors, we need to understand these strategies so that we can make money every time the phone rings and not have a deal go away or go to another investor because of something exactly like this. And guys, uh, next week, excited to be able to share with you the Trek Form 49-1, which is the addendum concerning the right to terminate due to a lender's appraisal. Now, this form is probably one of the hottest forms that we are using right now when we are going to resell our property uh, to be able to, what I say, count your eggs before they hatch uh, and make sure that you're able to protect your profit on this. So, a very exciting form to be able to use. We'll explain how that works to, uh, with you guys as we go through. And another thing that I want to be able to share with you all is uh, something that we have coming up. And this is something very special. I want to make sure you guys can see both me and the screen. Uh, that's our real estate investing workshop. So, again, we live here. We work here. We invest here. We're actively investing here. So if you guys would like to learn more beyond what we're going to talk about and teach today in the couple hours that we're together, uh, because what I've found is uh, being part of the Investor Association, fantastic, uh, networking, fantastic, sharing tribal knowledge, fantastic, but really you need that plan completely weaved together, and it's hard to get that with two and a half hours, you know, a uh, couple times a week. So what we've done is we've taken some time out of our uh, weekend, we've taken some time out of our personal life, our successful business, away from our family to spend time with you guys to teach you how to invest in real estate and go through all of the different steps. We have something that we call a real estate investor blueprint that we share with you guys. So it's the same blueprint that we use in our own business where we talk about the strategies and we use 12 different strategies when it comes to investing in real estate. 
We talk about finding off-market deals because as we go through the market update in just a few moments, you'll realize that mm, there are no more deals on the MLS. Not that there ever were a lot of deals on the MLS, but especially right now in this extra tight supply market, there are even fewer. So we're going to give you the marketing strategies to find some of those off-market leads, deals, and opportunities that will turn into money for you. So we've got 65 different marketing strategies that we share. We also share with you what we call the exactly what to say for the real estate investor. So these are the words that will give you the confidence you need. We'll also go over the objections that are typical and give you the ability to overcome those objections, again, with the exact words that we use in our personal business that have helped us for almost two decades in investing in real estate. You'll get an opportunity to meet and possibly partner with other members of the association. And, of course, you'll get access to all of their funding. So not only are we on uh, as the founders of Texas RIAs, but we also bring some of our friends and colleagues on who we've been investing with uh, for, in some cases, almost two decades to share with you what they are doing and share with you how they can help you as a real estate investor. Now, because of everything that's going on in the world, we're not doing this in person yet, but uh, that actually gives you an opportunity. And what is that? So yes, we're doing it live, uh, but yes, we're doing it Zoom, Zoom live, but we're not meeting in person. But here's the opportunity that's uh, provided for you. It's that we can do it, drum roll please, for free. So we're not going to be able to do this very much longer because in the June-July timeframe, we're going to be right back in person having live meetings with you all. Uh, so as soon as we do that, we'll be back. And I don't know if you can see from the pictures, but uh, for those of you guys who are watching, you can see the big ballrooms at these big fancy hotels. As soon as we go back to live, we're going to be charging again for our real estate investor training event. Uh, but right now, since we're doing it live via Zoom, we're just passing those savings straight on to you guys so that you can take advantage of the opportunities that are here right now and also take advantage of the disruption that's created an opportunity for us to be able to do it for you all uh, live and uh, via Zoom. So I want to make sure you all uh, are able to join us for that. So please mark your calendars, May 21st, 22nd, and 23rd, so just right around the corner. I look forward to spending even more time with you there. And uh, get registered. You can get registered right now. Just head on over to Texas Star. StarterKit.com. You'll hear me reference that a lot. Uh, but again, TexasStarterKit.com, that's where we'll get you registered for the event. That's where we'll work on your blueprint. And that's also where we'll give you some extra and additional free training. So I uh, do want to talk about this disrupted market that we're in. So as we go through, I want you to understand some of the different things that we're working through, specifically the fact that it has been a beautiful and almost seamless recovery over the last year, specifically for the Texas real estate market. Uh, we were down just for a few months. We were actually up in May of, la- of last year of 2020. We were down in, in I'm sorry, we were, we were up in March of last year. We were down in April. We were down in May. But then we cruise right through the rest of the year. And our 2020 versus 2019 sales were 9.4% higher in 2020 than what they were in 2019. So we had a winning year for real estate, uh, even in spite of everything that's going on. Now, some of you guys may be saying, well, is it done? Is it over? Is it too late? No, it's not. And I'll tell you why uh, as we go through. The forecast for 2021 sales volume is expected to be up, but I'm being a little bit conservative. And I'm being conservative saying that it's only going to be up by about 5% year over year. 
even though last year was up by 9.4%. Why is that? So if you have some comments or you know, I'd love to hear your feedback. I will answer that question too. And then when we talk about prices, our year-over-year sales prices were 8.2% higher than what they were last year. But for 2021, what's my prediction? After I've been doing this for almost two decades, I'm going to tell you it's through the roof and it's the highest sales price increase year over year that we have ever seen. And we're right in the middle of it already in 2021. And that is we expect our sales volume to be up about 20% year over year versus 2020. Is that possible? It's 100% possible. Why is that? I'll share with you. So uh, we've got some exciting stats to be able to share with you. And I'll go ahead and get the next slide pulled up just so you can understand what that looks like. Now, it's not just one thing. It's not just two or three things. It's a combination of actually over 10 different things that is causing us to be, and again, this most disrupted market that we've ever been in and the best market that we've ever seen for real estate investors, especially for you guys who love to buy and hold, especially for you guys who love to wholesale, especially for you guys who love to fix and flip. And do we love to do all of those things? And the answer is 100% yes. In fact, another nine strategies on top of that, uh, because again, we want to make money every single time the phone rings. So let's talk about this inventory situation that we find ourselves in and why our inventory is so low. Uncertainty, that paralyzes sellers. So sellers, instead of saying, hey, let's move up to that next house, instead they're saying, hey, let's refinance and let's take some of our savings from that refinance and invest it inside of our house. And I don't know about you, but my home has become my sanctuary over the last year plus. And I like making it better all the time. So you find a lot of sellers have reinvested into their properties. The other question is, are the potential buyers who are coming into your house, are they healthy, right? Are you going to temperature check them as they're coming in the door? Are you going to ask them to sign some type of a waiver to say that they're in good condition? And what if someone who's living with you at your house might be immune compromised and you want to protect them and not have to desanitize your whole house, the, your sanctuary, right, every time that a buyer comes in and looks at your property? Now, also, gosh, with the stream of buyers coming in, and right now we have more buyers coming in than ever, you also have to ask the question, is this going to interrupt my day? If you're on all-day Zoom meetings like I am, right, or if your child is, is working uh, working from home, if your child is doing remote school, uh, are you interrupting his or her day? Uh, do they have tests? Do they have uh, quizzes? Do they have things that they can't leave their computer for, right? And all of these things, we used to be able to say, okay, I'm going to go to the Starbucks, as an example, and go and sit there and work. Well, not everybody wants to sit out like that every day. And as temperatures start to rise, and they already are here in Texas, man, sitting outside all day is a little bit uncomfortable, too. So these are some of the things that are holding uh, people back from putting their properties on the market. But some of the other things that have brought inventory down is those low interest rates are motivating buyers to get into it, right, to uh, start investing in their own homestead. Uh, but they're also motivating owners to refinance, whereas they other, otherwise might be moving up to that next property. And, of course, the last market cycle changed how builders develop and build forever. So there used to be a lot more speculative type of building. Now they've pulled away from a lot of that speculative type building because they just want to build on a contract 
because they don't want to get themselves into a situation where they have all of this inventory and all of a sudden banks stop doing their job, which is what they did in 2008. What's a bank's job? It's to loan. Are banks doing their jobs right now? Yes. In fact, now more than ever. Uh, we have a labor shortage, right? We've got some immigration policies, although uh, I did hear recently that the uh, wall is not being built anymore, but there is still uh, immigration policies, there's border crossing in- insecurity, and that's stopping a lot of would-be laborers or contractors coming to the United States to be able to work, to be able to do the projects that we so desperately need to get done in order to put more supply on the market. Uh, Now, I have heard that more people are crossing now than ever just because of the state of the uh, Texas economy specifically, but because the border security is so tight still, it's hard for some of those folks uh, to come on uh, to come on in to help us in the same way that they were helping us, for example, 10 and 20 years ago. Uh, Also, uh, because of this disruption, the prices for labor have gone up. There's a labor shortage right now. Uh, The prices of materials have gone up significantly, and of course, the price of land that's gone up. And I remember, and and I feel like whenever you say as a real estate investor, I remember when, that's when you should just slap yourself just right across the face. Because that means just you're losing on an opportunity. And you're going to say, I remember when. If you don't start investing now, you're going to say, I remember when in five years or in 10 years when the market was where it is now. But, again, I remember when they were selling starter homes in the outskirts of my city for $150,000 in 2003. Now they can't even build a starter home really for less than somewhere between two hundred dollars or $300,000. It gets cheaper the further away you get away from the major cities. Uh, but that's how much the prices have changed just over the last several years. Uh, city permitting, right, uh, especially in the Austin market uh, and building codes make homes more expensive. It makes it more expensive to build. And with a shortage of people who to come out and do inspections, you're just holding these properties longer. You can't get it to market. So that's also affecting us. And uh, what we call the Elon effect, right? So who's a Texan now? Go Texans. Elon's a Texan. Which Who is he bringing with him? Not just his little entourage, but try the entourage that looks like the entire state of California, right? So all of these people are moving to Texas. If you're living in Texas, you're seeing out-of-state plates every single day. And all of that is causing, again, a reduction of inventory. We're seeing multiple offers above list price the same day it's listed and in even some cases, sight unseen by the buyers just because they want to be the first one to get in there and they know that they've just got to get whatever's out there and available and that's one of the things that's pushing them uh, into the market, again, further reducing our supply. Owners want to keep their starter homes as rental properties, as Airbnbs, institutional investors. Hey, guys. Hey, regular homeowners. Hey, hey, investors. Did you know that you're also competing with many of the institutional buyers? In fact, one community in Conroe about a week and a half ago got completely bought up by an institutional buyer to buy it and hold it as rental property. Uh, many houses are not going into foreclosure. We're from the government. We're here to help. Uh, so the government has slowed down the entire foreclosure process. Right now, currently set for June. Do I think it's going to push out beyond? On June, once we get to June, the answer is yes. Uh, so that's one of the things that we're watching as well. As soon as those floodgates open, uh, a lot of people are saying, man, that's going to create incredible amounts of opportunity. 
yes and no. Why do I say yes? Because, yeah, we'll see some more houses at the foreclosure list. Why do I say no? Well, because since the prices have gone up so much, there's a lot more equity in these houses right now, which may allow them to be able to sell traditionally as opposed to selling to a real estate investor. Now, I'm not uh, going to uh, uh, stop looking there because there will still be plenty of opportunities there. And what's the benefit is we'll be able to give the sellers even more money uh, now because those property values have gone up. And then as a bonus, and this feels like forever ago as the temperature hits in the 90s today, but as a bonus, uh, lest we forget, the snow and ice storm that removed a lot of the properties from the market, right? As there were flooding issues, there were pipes breaking, uh, now there are a bunch of repairs on an already stressed labor and material market. Getting those to market has just slowed down that process even more. So those are some of the things uh, that have happened in the Texas market that have created such a low source of inventory. And we talk, and when we talk about low source of inventory, let's go into exactly what I mean when I say that. So want to make sure you fully understand uh, the inventory situation or the lack thereof and what that really means. So. I've got the slide for the Texas overall, so the slide combined with all of the major cities in Texas, all of the uh, 254 counties sales data in Texas. And I will tell you, last month our sales price average was up 21%, and our median price was up 14%. So 360000 for the average, 283000 for the uh, for the median price, days on market have gone from 64 days last year to 45 days this year. Our closed sales last month were up 16%, so very strong. Uh, in fact, uh, much stronger than even where we were um, year to date through 2021. Our months of inventory, we only have a 1.3 month supply of inventory. Now, let me explain this because I know this is probably a new concept to a lot of people. And I'm just going to go into be able to walk around a little bit so you can really kind of get a feel for it, right, and understand it. Uh, so months of inventory. They say months of inventory represents how long if we stopped listing houses today, how much inventory we would have before we completely ran out of inventory. So right now at a 1.3 month supply of inventory and exactly less than one and a half months of buyer demand based on the buyer demand that we've had over the last year, we would be completely out of inventory to sell. Okay, Shanoa, so what does that mean? Well, I'll tell you that historically, meaning our 40-year average, is that we've had at least six months of inventory. So again, if we stop listing houses today, based on the buyer demand that we've had over the last year, it would take us six months to run out of inventory for sale. At 1.3 months, that is a seller's market. In fact, they say anything less than six months of inventory is a seller's market. Anything more than six months of inventory is a buyer's market. At 1.3 months of inventory, we are a seller's market on steroids, and that's why you're seeing these huge increases in the average and median sales price. Guys, it's the basic law of economics, supply and demand, right? As demand goes up and supply goes down, what do you see happening to price? You see that price continue to jump up. And again, when we're coming with people from out of state who look at the prices here and say 360000 for all this house and all this land, well, I, could, I, I couldn't do anything like this where I'm coming from. It's half as expensive, sometimes a 
third, sometimes a quarter is expensive. So people come here, and again, you have to make it relative. And that's what I said. When you ever find yourself saying, I remember one, just slap yourself across the face because all the people that are moving here, specifically from California, yeah, guess what? They don't remember when. And they are looking at all of our prices, and they are saying, this is a bargain. That's the competitive situation that you are in right now. So don't think that you've lost the opportunity. You just got to get ahead before the next person gets in line. Pending sales. So our pending sales uh, were up 43% year over year. That's extraordinary, right? That's extraordinary. So there's a lot of people you can see uh, moving here. Now, the other thing I want to notate is our total active listings are down 52% year over year. So we have more than half as many listings as what we had this same time last year. It's not atypical for us to have well over 100,000 listings, especially for a normal market. Right now, we're less than 42,000 listings. Year-to-date, how is Texas performing? Well, year-to-date sales are up 10.1%, and the average price is up 18.4%. As I said, I'm a little worried that we're going to not be able to maintain the steam when it comes to total sales just because we're out of inventory for all of the reasons I listed a little earlier. But we will maintain that speed on that average price and that median price, and it's going to take us Probably, and I, oh, this is where I kind of get a little nervous. Uh, I'll tell you that it's probably going to take us at least, and I never like to forecast beyond a year just because stuff can happen as we've seen over the last year. But I will tell you this, it will take buyers based on the current demand that we have right now at a minimum, at a minimum, 18 months to 36 months to even start to begin to build back that inventory. So one of the things I typically report on every year, and now I'm going to bring it into the weekly forecast as well, is those building permits. You can see where that puck is going, right? You can see what type of inventory we're going to be putting out there, and that will help you further predict when we are going to get to a point where inventory starts to level up. And once we see that inventory level up, again, supply and demand, what are we going to see with housing prices? We're not going to see them drop, so don't worry about that. Uh, But we will start to see a reduction in the speed at which those values are going up. So something to be aware of. All right. How many of you guys would like to see the Houston report? Uh, So Houston is held up so incredibly strong. You you can't stop that city. I don't care if it's a hurricane, a flood, uh, oil prices going negative. This is a city you can't stop, as evidenced by uh, their their, uh, performance last month in terms of the market data. Sales price was $371,000, up 19% year over year. The median price was up uh, to 290000 up 16% year over year. Days on market, houses are selling in 48 days versus 68 days last year. Closed sales up 24% to almost 9,400 sales. Uh, months of inventory, right now we are at a 1.4 month supply of inventory versus 3.4 months last year. Our pending sales are up 61%. Again, these numbers are unheard of and actually really exciting. Again, there's a lot of opportunity out there if you can find these off-market deals, which guess what? I'm going to start that presentation next on some of the different strategies you can use to find these off-market deals uh, so you can take advantage of the upside when you go back to resell it. Pending sales up 61%, uh, just over 11,000 pending sales. 
Our total active listings down 43%. Again, we pulled all of this inventory off of the market. Year-to-date, sales are up 17%, and the average price is up 10%. So a great market to be in in that Houston market. Let's go ahead and take a look at the Austin market. So last month, and this, the Austin market has performed the best in terms of the average and median price. The sales price in Austin, I just, I it just, being a longtime Austinite, right? It's it's hard for me to be able to even say this number. Five hundred and fifty-four thousand was the average price last month, up thirty-four percent year over year. The median price, four hundred and twenty-five thousand, up twenty-nine percent year over year. Guys, I feel um, uh, really uh, thrilled to have a lot of rental property in this market. And let me tell you, we've held rental property in up markets, down markets, and long sideways markets, but it always feels good when you're holding it in an up market. And we'll share with you guys as we go through our training the ways to be able to identify where to invest next for buying and holding. So uh, get ready for that. We're going to be able to share that with you when we do our three-day training in, uh, at, at the end of May. Now, let's talk about days on market. Days on market, not even a month, 26 days versus 54 days last year. Last year at 54 days, it was still incredibly fast. Closed sales up 13%. Do I think it would be up significantly higher if we had the inventory? The answer is yes. And right now, speaking of inventory, we don't even have a one-month supply of inventory in Austin. We only have a 0.4-month supply. So, again, if we stopped listing houses today based on the buyer demand that we've had over the last 12 months, in less than two weeks, we would be completely out of houses for sale. That's how tight this market is. Absolutely unheard of, considering that, again, that average has been closer to six months. Pending sales up 47% year over year. Total active listings, one, a paltry 1,202 active listings, down 76% year over year. I want you to, I want to point out this phenomenon. It's so very interesting. And this is, we've only seen this phenomenon over about the last six months and only in this market here in Austin. And that is where our total pending listings are greater than our active listings. And not just by a few hundred, but by three and almost four X. This is an unheard of phenomenon. Most of the time, your active listings are significantly higher than your pending listings. Uh, so that's exciting times for us here in Austin. Year-to-date sales data for Austin. Year-to-date sales are up 7.1% versus last year. Average price up 28.3% versus last year. Let's go a little bit further down the road to San Antonio. Average price in San Antonio, a much more affordable market at 317000 but up 15% year over year. Medium price, 268500 up 12% year over year. Houses are selling in 45 days versus 69 uh, year over year. And the closed sales were up 16% to just over 3,500 months of inventory in San Antonio, 1.4 months of inventory. You see a lot of Austin investors going to San Antonio to invest. And yes, I've done that and I'm actively doing that. But I'm also doing investments in Austin and all of the major cities throughout Texas because I go where the opportunity is. Pending sales are up in San Antonio. Active listings are down 43% year over year. And our year-to-date sales data up 11.5% in San Antonio and the average price up 13% in San Antonio. All right, guys, we're going to do a big splash in terms of our finish. So we're going to finish on the Dallas and Fort Worth market. So we're going to talk about the 54-county North Texas area. Sales price in Dallas and Fort Worth, 393000 last month, 
up 21% year-over-year. Medium price, $312,000, up 14% year-over-year. Days on market before going under contract, 37 days. Closed sales up 8.7% versus the same time last year. Months of inventory, only a 1.4-month supply of inventory. Pending sales up 22% to just over 11400 Total active listings down 53%. So we have half as many listings. And what that means is we've got 43,000 fewer listings today than what we had the same time last year. 2021 year to date, our sales are up 7.3% versus last year, and the median price is up 19% over last year. So guys, I hope you have learned a lot about the market, and now I'm going to share with you how we're going to teach you how to leverage where we are in this market to be able to make money as a real estate investor. So please write this in your calendar, May 21st, 22nd, and 23rd. We're live online via Zoom. Uh, So we're going to talk about the 12 strategies that we use to be successful in any market, an up market, down market, sideways market, up market again, upside down market, which is what we're in right now. We'll share with you how we've pivoted in our own business so that you guys can pivot as well. And that's all about having great strategies. It's all about finding off-market deals, which is going to be a big focus. So you can take advantage of where to find them and then sell them on the upside where we are in the market right now. We'll talk about the closing scripts, what we call the exactly what to say for the real estate investor. We'll talk to you about partnering uh, with the local experts, including us, as well as the many members that have been longtime members and uh, associates of part of the Real Estate Investor Association. And, of course, we'll make sure you have access to funding on every deal that you have, as long as it's a good deal. And we'll introduce you to some of our funding sources as we go through. So get signed up for this right now. Head on over to TexasStarterKit.com. Again, that's www.texasstarterkit.com, and we'll get you signed up for it, get you registered for it. Uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, May 21st, 22nd, and 23rd, we start at 9 a.m., and we go until you guys tell us you're done asking questions. So usually that's somewhere between 6 and 7 p.m., so I want to make sure you're ready for that. And for a limited time only, and I say limited time right now because we're about to go live, while we're on Zoom, it's free to you guys. So why not get educated while we're all at home kind of waiting this out? So love to be able to share some additional information with you guys. Because, again, if it were not for this Real Estate Investor Association, I would certainly not be where I am today as a real estate investor and taking advantage of where we are in the marketplace. So excited to be able to share those, uh, uh, those with you in the same way, again, that it's been shared with me. If it were not for this First Investor Association that I joined uh, over 18 years ago, I would certainly not be where I am today. And we feel it's, our, it's on our hearts. Uh, we've been blessed with so much knowledge. We've got to pay it back and give those blessings out as well. And that's why we share the knowledge. We also get to partner with you guys on your deals, fund your deals, buy your deals. So it is full circle in terms of uh, the opportunity and the energy that it brings for us. So love to be able to share that with you. Now, guys, I have uh, a little uh, thing that I want to share with you. So some of you uh, have have uh, wondered who have I been talking? Who's we? 
She keeps talking about we. Well, Shanoa Grove here. I invest with my husband, Phil Grove, and he's actually coming up here to talk to you guys about some of those strategies that we use in our business to be able to, and write this down, we want to make money every time the phone rings, and we're going to teach you guys over about the next hour, hour and a half, how you guys can make money every time the phone rings as well. We are Texas's largest real estate investor association at TexasStarterKit.com. If you like today's episode, please subscribe, comment, or share with other investors, or join us directly at TexasStarterKit.com.